that's why we do the work we do, yes. right? It's yeah. like, again, that idea that the medicine that helped you to like be able to bring that to someone else is just everything. Welcome to Real Souls, Real Spirituality, Real Connection. A podcast about real day-to-day spirituality and navigating our spiritual human experience. This is a podcast for people keeping it real and anyone with a soul. (laughs) (laughs) Our hope for this podcast is to engage in raw, authentic conversations about what it means to be a spiritual being. We are going to have so much fun exploring some deep topics and create a dialogue about spirituality. We would like you, the listener, to feel connected to your spirituality and as part of a soul community. We are never alone in this journey as we are all souls. So let us get real. Okay, hi everyone. Uh, Welcome to our new episode today. I'm here with Patricia. Victoria is not here with us today. We miss her so much, Uh, but she'll be back next time. But we have two amazing ladies joining us today. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hi, Kat. Hi. Kat and Lauren are here with us, and we're going to have an amazing episode. So first, we want to just let us know who you are and what you do. Yeah, like how you got into this work, you know, whatever you feel Mm -hmm. like sharing. Well, yeah, so Kat and Lauren, um, so we're known as Terra Firma Healing Arts. We do a lot of things. We, um, one of our main offerings is sound, like sound journeys, sound baths, sound healing. Um, we also have other offerings. We do Reiki, mediumship. Kat, may speak more about what she does. Yeah, well. like intuitive healing sessions, like holistic therapy. Even when I met them, <clears throat> let me tell you, there's one of those people that. You guys are so connected with each other, mm-hmm. and you have this beautiful relationship where I don't know where one ends, the other one begins. <laughs> it's just like it all melts in one beautiful unity. Mm-hmm. And I'm so so happy to have you here at Own Wellness working with us mm-hmm. because you're you bring such beautiful high frequency energy to our space. So oh, we hi. love having you here, ladies. Thank, thank you, you love, so much. We love, love being, being here. here. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you yeah. for seeing us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long have you yeah. been together? We are a couple. Yeah. yeah. We work mm-hmm. together too. So yeah. that's awesome. How did all of that happen? Yeah. yeah. Well, we started out as friends. Like, yeah. had no idea of our connection. I mean, just knew we were like best friends. Um, we met through yoga. And but immediate closeness, immediate closeness. Mm-hmm. I'll speak for myself, yeah. but it's just like it was like this deep pull to get to know one another, mm-hmm. just without any expectations of just I really want to spend time with this person, and also being able to really see one another and what we were both going through individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just yeah. felt like home. Yeah, like yeah. this person just feels like home, and yeah. Like, even just down to, like, our sense of humor. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that one of the first things we connected on is wanting to have a hobby farm someday. Gabby uh, makes fun of me all the time. I'm always have 20 hobbies going at once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then just over time, that pull became more intense and confusing and yeah. beautiful. And, and beautiful, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was the one who told Kat. I think I love you. And it was the most brave, scary moment of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very unexpected relationship. 
Mm. So beautiful. So beautiful. And then I would sit with the kiddos, just like an immediate, I might get emotional talking about this, just an immediate. They're my kids. Mm -hmm. Like I was waiting my whole life for them, so. Two years ago, we started working together Mm -hmm. and I had been already working I guess as an intuitive coach and doing in Reiki, but then mm-hmm. Lauren started feeling into and really connecting and to her own abilities. And it was just, we really should like bring this together because there was this complementary energy yeah. and the way we hold space for people and just how we communicate and flow. And it was just, there wasn't even like a moment of doubt around it. Yeah. So you guys went into business about the same time that you became involved probably no, no more like a, a year at least a year at least a later. year yeah. yeah a year later okay yeah okay yeah yeah and it's been great i know you've been yeah working a lot doing what you love yeah and, yes. and like what's the difference between working just hard and then working with passion and with peace mm. you feel like you can breathe mm. you feel like you can breathe and you feel like you when you wake up in the morning it's like i get to do this and such mm. gratitude and and there's just this constant and maybe not constant i don't it's like this feeling of being so honored that people feel safe and they trust you absolutely and that they welcome you into their their inner landscape mm-hmm. and their mystery and like they trust you and it's such a privilege and it just feels i don't know like just it's like we're in heaven that's no really it really feels like that it really it feels like that it really really feels like that and yes of course there are circumstances and situations and maybe topics of conversation that are challenging but it that that doesn't take away from what it means to like be doing the work that you feel there's no other choice Yes. There's no other choice. I think I actually said to Lauren, yes. I don't even know. Maybe even while we were friends, like if I wasn't doing this work, work I felt like I would die. Like I like I really couldn't mm-hmm. exist not doing this work. Mm-hmm. And I think the contrast of the work that I was doing before, I call it my former my former life. I was, you know, did graphic design. I was whatever successful means <laughs> um but i was in the world sense right in like, the in the world that's what yeah, i mean in like the world to, sense went to a very fancy grad school yeah. and had like the the job in la and all that and was doing really well with it but there was like just deep loneliness mm-hmm. deep loneliness i would say my my soul was aching yes <laughs> and i didn't know until i i knew and then it was it changed everything, mm-hmm. you know, just being open and willing to shift directions. Yeah. What about you? Well, it felt similar for me, like, um, so, like, I, I was a single mom, and I, like, had this a job with the government, and I just needed to, like, do what I could to, like, get on my feet and take care of my kiddos and everything, um, and I was so grateful for that, but then at the same time, like I had been like awakening and developing or remembering, I should mm-hmm. I would like to say my abilities, and it just felt like, like kind of like the same magnetic pull I felt mm-hmm. to Kat. It was the same way towards this work, and it's my purpose, yeah. you know. And so again, a brave choice. It was such a brave choice to and a risk to, to leave that and to to venture out into this work, but it just, it just happened. It just was like all the synchronicities and the teachers and the, yeah. 
the path just came forward and just like bravely stepping on it and with all of it I just felt like I keep reinventing myself mm -hmm. in that way mm -hmm. so with That's that there is grief and there is fear and all that but then at the same time it just opens up the most beautiful world right. you know yeah. so it doesn't feel like working yeah it feels mm -hmm. like just living your purpose it's yeah just what we get to do like Kat said yeah yes. it's an honor yes so I was working with like a coach and beautiful friend Esme and she was helping me to be brave and to develop into this work and a lot of that was just giving my nervous system space mm -hmm. to feel okay because I felt almost just that habitual way of being or feeling and existing where I'm like, am I doing something wrong if I'm like not waking up and like, mm -hmm. you know, like and just stressed out all the time and like mm -hmm. am I allowed to do this and and it was just so beautiful to like cultivate that and then kind of like unsubscribe from mm -hmm. some of the ways of thinking like you need to work for it to be enough but then you know I was like well, what about all people that have to do that like that's not fair and then I get to do this and she said no do it for them yes and so that's what we do is we bring that space for people mm -hmm. where we find that peace and that safety um, and then we're able to hold that container for others. Yes, that's a sacred mm -hmm. thing in my opinion because yeah. there aren't a lot of people out there that know how to hold space for other people. I mean, you find more and more people are awakening to that, that yes. they have those abilities, but it's still something that is so needed in this world is to have people who know how to hold space because you know there are so many people in relationships right now who are lonely because the partnership or whatever isn't one where they know how to hold space for each other right yeah and so doing this work where you're holding space for people who desperately need that is beautiful mm -hmm. very sacred work in my opinion and i feel yeah. like part of that is just being so present with them Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's that's really how to hold the space um, is, you know, taking good care of yourself and feeling like clear and all that so that when you are with them, like they get like your full presence and you're also like open to spirit. And so it's you're not like projecting. Right. And you're yes. just there for their journey of whatever they're going through without expectation you're just there to hold that loving space for them and then depending on the different offering or yeah. that you're doing with them there are tools and modalities but like at the heart of it all that's what we're doing i love that because <laughs> it's it's something that we have to do ourselves in, in our w personal work of being present with ourselves to be able to be present with others too yeah yes. so like s some people out there think that healers like all of us here um, we don't have any problems, right? <laughs> or that we have healed everything. Yeah. And there's nothing that we work on and we just magically show up and <laughs> do our thing. And no, it's a lot of work that we do behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's lot. like the strength that goes with the job, it really. Yeah, it does. It's like this willingness of right. that death and rebirth yes. cycle. Yes. Like yes. holding that and allowing it. And that, right. Yeah. And we both have a lot of Scorpio. <laughs> and we're both Scorpio moons and so like that 
we just know apparently in this life we signed up for that like there's just going to be a lot of death and rebirth and a lot of going to the depths and Mm -hmm. coming back up but with that I believe each time you go there like you're doing alchemy and you're turning that into gold and then you bring back like that medicine that helped you Mm -hmm. and whether that's compassion tools just the energy and then you're offering that to the people around you there's no perfection here there's no like like we're still messy humans too like that's part of it right right see my bedside table that's what it's all about and at least for me is balancing the spiritual with the physical which is so so important i mean it's so not it's nice to be up there in the other realms (laughs) but we're also here as humans to do work as well and we can't embody both and that's where there's imbalances that occur yeah so what would you say to people out there that want to share their gifts and but they're waiting to be completely healed (laughs) (laughs) and they're waiting for something or to learn a new technique or Mm. to get better at it or once they let go of that shadow side of them they can help others what would you say to them I think I would really encourage them to pause with their own question of like what if exactly where they are is divinely orchestrated and that they are where they need to be in order to come forward and it's just taking small steps that feel safe safety first like safety first safety within safety within their space whether it's like they're using divination tools or if they're doing reiki like tangible sustainable steps so that they can build their own relationship to their own magic first and then maybe if it's helpful to just connect with community too to feel that you're not alone mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and the best healers are going to be the ones that are doing work they're doing their work yeah yes. not that they're cured and healed already but they're actually doing work yeah on themselves because yeah. we can feel that and it feels safe and authentic yes. and raw. yeah and connected. Mm-hmm. Well, who yeah. better yeah. to help others than those who've gone through their own shadow, right? Their yeah. own depths of hell is what I call it. Yeah. Because yeah, it yeah. can be, depending oh. on what you've been through in yes. life. Absolutely. It can be yeah. depths of hell. Ab- absolutely. Oh. Right. Yes. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit about that, um, the mentality of go, go, go. Mm. and that always achieving more to be good enough and to be worthy yeah and uh, we were saying how that's a very masculine energy mm-hmm. and I feel like both of you can embody more of like the feminine energy mm. we're trying to do that to yeah. be in that flow yeah so do you want to speak a little bit more about that mm-hmm. so we're also yoga teachers and practitioners and I was um, my elbow broke while I was in my yoga teacher training and I was very much more in like the masculine energy and like the the asana and the fitness and the how long can I hold this pose and all that Mm. and then when my elbow broke it was like this gift because it helped me and it was my left side which if you you know that that's the yin that's the feminine side of the body and it was this gift because that's how I got into meditation and yoga nidra and that mm-hmm. that more receptive side of things and learning what it meant to be still, what, learning what it meant to to trust and not always be going. Um, so that was my entry point to it. Yeah, and that and that's when the abilities and the knowings and really started opening with that 
meditation practice, but it feels like that connection to intuition where you learn how to take the pause for clarity so that when you do take action, it can just flow and it doesn't have to be so hard. Yes. Yeah, like there's no reward <laughs> for doing it harder or for yeah. the yes. or extra sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, <know>? that <laughs> yes. martyrdom, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. like, well, because the 15-hour work day, right? Yeah. That, that meant you did a good job. It's yeah. Like, what if it's less, but that less is, like, so much like richer? So nourishing, yeah. And part of that is, like, taking time to rest. Mm. Sometimes play. play. Yeah. Create. Mm. Yeah. Be with nature. Mm -hmm. I, I love that you talked about the entry point. Yeah. Because that it was like similar f yeah. for myself, like where it was a therapist recommending yoga nidra 13 years ago. And it was the first time I felt safe in my body. And it was the slowing down. Same with like the first time I had met um, in yoga when I was doing Shavasana. And I was so uncomfortable with stopping because I had just been going, going, going. Mm -hmm. But then once I slowed down, then it was, oh, you need to get out into nature. Like, I heard my intuition talking to me. Mm. And then it just, everything, it was like this beautiful domino effect. The entry point was the stillness, because how it showed up in my body. Like, the being just overdoing. I just, my body was destroyed. It, I would say navigating a challenging relationships with substance. And all of that needed to kind of go away in order for me to be clear with my intuition and to be connected to build a familiar and like safe relationship with the feminine within because I thought I think what well, was very unconscious but if I was masking with substance or if I was going and doing all the time that I was getting my enoughness it was like no 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 mm -hmm. allowing the stories to slowly dissolve of course they still pop up of course of course like of course they do but like yeah. the too muchness I don't know, it's just, it's like this beautiful, complicated, messy relationship of holding self and welcoming in all the aspects and how we are both feminine and masculine. And it's just learning when maybe one is driving the car a little bit too much. <laughs> really is gripping onto that wheel. <laughs> right? And it's like, oh, and it's okay. Why don't you just go take a rest? And I'm going to just drive a little bit. And what allows you to drive the car with your shoulders a little bit further away from your ears? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I keep seeing on a lot of women that they're struggling with that, right? With yeah. being wanting so much to be equal to men. Yes. But that created a, a bigger unbalance in women mm. than even before because we don't work that way. Our energy as females is completely different, so we're, can't, we can't match up to the 15-hour work that a guy can do, right? Yeah. Or, Especially yeah. with like how women are so connected to cyclical nature, mm -hmm. right? Like we have our own season every month, even if we're not, you know, menstruating anymore or whatever, depending on all the experiences of women, but like energetically, like we're not machines, mm -hmm. right? There's times we just need more rest and then there's times <laughs> when we have so much energy and like mm -hmm. learning to embrace that part of mm -hmm. us as well. Or sometimes when we want to burn it all down, like, yes. <laughs> right? It's hard like, to work like yeah. 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 To That's, honor all of those. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That we're just not perfect machines or it we flow <laughs> worthy of rest yeah and i, mm -hmm. and I yeah. want to acknowledge for everyone listening that 
it's the world doesn't make that easy though yeah like with capitalism and patriarchy like there's these whole systems in place so like <sighs> i just think it's so important to acknowledge that part too there's so much pressure to yeah yes, to do do do, do. yeah yes. and there's responsibilities and children and families yes. and providing and right so it's just it can be hard to depart from all that mm-hmm. yeah. and give yourself yeah. permission yeah. or even how to find your way I love that you said give yourself permission because I do know a few people in my personal life who feel guilty or selfish yeah. for taking time yeah. for themselves it's kind of sad because I wish they could see that they need to fill their own bucket before they can fill anybody else's bucket. Yeah. And they're constantly running on empty and just yes. exhausted all the time and not able to give of who they truly are inside because of that. Yes. I mean, a, a car can't run on an empty tank. Right. You know? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And we hear that. We've, we've all been there too, right? Right. No yeah. judgment. Yeah. 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 No, gosh. Yeah. 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 And we hear that a lot. We hear that a lot, like in, you know, with, with ceremonies and then, in, you know, sessions with just the people, like there's this desperation that almost feels like they're just hanging on, like on an edge of a cliff. Mm-hmm. They're so depleted and exhausted. Mm-hmm. That permission piece is so huge. But sometimes it's helpful. Again, maybe that's where the community, where there's one-to-one support or friends, mm-hmm. there's like that loving encouragement or that reminder. It's yeah. like you're allowed. Yeah. yeah. You're allowed to feel it all. You're allowed to sleep. You're allowed to scream. You're allowed to dance. Mm-hmm. But it's just that permission piece is really big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that comes with boundaries, I yeah. find. Setting boundaries to create that space for mm-hmm. yourself. Because if we don't, it, we will just be constantly spilling out, right? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that boundary can even just be creating that container of rest, whatever that looks like for you, or the pause, the slowing down. And I feel like that's really what our offerings mostly are for people. Again, yeah. is creating that like space to like, we call it like unfurl, where you just, yes. yeah. but then there's that support too, because a lot of time, if you're not used to that, when you do find the quiet, how loud is the mind and how loud is the body from all it's been carrying? And yeah. then, so then that space to process what comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or just depending on what you're going through, even if you've been doing that a long time, but then you're, the situation you're dealing with, like, so that like, container to just be, to feel, to connect. And yeah. I think that women, in particular struggle a lot with that resting yeah. um, mm-hmm. just because we're kind of trained that way that we're always yeah. taking care of somebody else yeah. mm-hmm. and then in the top of being a woman you're also like a healer or a, that's some sort of practitioner somebody that works helping others yeah and that yeah. happened to me multiple times where it's like oh I'll just I'm fine I'll deal with your yeah. stuff later oh, yeah. Yeah. and then I'll go help this person yeah. and be there for this person and and we never stop doing that and Mm -hmm. it's just so bad for us because then our bodies start being in pain they speak to you (laughs) you. if you don't give them that chance they will speak to you absolutely so the first time somebody gave me permission to rest and to be like it's okay I was like 
it's okay. I know. <laughs> You're not mad at me. Right? You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so. Because that's the culture, like mm-hmm. you were saying, that we mm-hmm. women yeah. have grown up in. Even men, too. You know, yeah. They've grown up in that culture Absolutely. that they've got to go, 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 and yeah. got to do, do, do. And right. They deserve yeah. it, too. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it, too, and this is just my opinion. I don't know if you would um, resonate with this or not, is... A lot of us have been through so much trauma that the go, go, go is our way yes. of coping yes. with it. And we don't know yes. how to sit with ourselves. We don't know mm-hmm. how to feel without getting overwhelmed and mm-hmm. feeling like we're going crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the key is to learn how to do that. Learn how to shut off that monkey mind. Mm-hmm. Regulate the nervous system. Right. Whether yeah. you know yeah. you go to a coach or a therapist or whatever modality yeah. that is healing for you. Mm-hmm. will really help, I believe, to learn how to do that if you are kind of in the fight or flight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love that I love, you yeah. brought that up because that yeah. is so important and something we talk about a lot and that's really dear to our hearts because we both absolutely are like trauma survivors. Yeah. And I mean, that is, like if you really want to talk about how I got into the path, that that is it, is there a trauma therapist and... You know, I had gone to therapy for years and years and years and years, but once I got with a trauma therapist that like understood the nervous system, it's a game changer. Yeah, yes, I've been there. I've been yeah, there. Yes. Like, yes, yes. Learning what disassociation was, yes. I was disassociating all the, all time, the time that I didn't know what it was because <laughs> mm-hmm. that was my default. Yeah, and yes. and yes. then she recommended yoga, and that and that was where I learned even to know what my own feelings were and what my body wisdom and how to feel peace at all <laughs> was yeah. that uncomfortable at the beginning yeah. to just oh my god sit oh. With, without oh, doing it's... anything and just sit with your feelings absolutely uh, yeah. yes um, it's, it can be almost feel like unbearable yes mm-hmm. it's like it gets worse before it gets better yes that's how that is yeah yes so i'm really glad you brought that up and yeah because the noise in the body how maybe the body's responding and then how the mind is responding can just feel truly unbearable and so it's like when you're you know fortunate to have opportunities and containers of people that know how who are trauma informed mm-hmm. who know how to hold that space who know how to bring tools to help somebody who's having maybe a fight or flight response or yes. disassociation to yes. come into a grounded state of being or at least i'm going to say even if it just means a moment of dipping the toe into that energy that yes. that's a game changer it was personally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm actually furthering my education right now in a trauma-informed yoga teacher training and so we're learning about like the the science and the the physiology behind all this mm. and it's just so cool because I'm learning there's like language and techniques for all this but like cats just always naturally like done that and we're like were you like a psychologist in a past life like because, but she was a person that like like did that for me mm. it just takes time and like you said it gets worse before it gets better yes. yeah. yeah but then it does get better Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. And then it's like a life you didn't even know yes. existed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I thought that was maybe for other people. I didn't mm-hmm. think I would get that. Mm-hmm. Well, even when we think it's it was for other people, we still don't experience the full depth of it because yes. we've never experienced it. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you can kind of see from the outside looking in what uh-huh. their life may look like, like they 
are, you know, I don't know, happy all the time or whatever things yeah. that we wish that we could be. But it's one thing to really experience that for yourself mm-hmm. and then be yeah. like, oh, now I get it. Yes, I saw this person and they were an inspiration to me yeah. because of how they live their life. But it's showing up in its own way for me, too. Yeah. And not yes. necessarily exactly how it's showing yes. up for that person. Yeah. yeah. That you get to have that. And that's why we do the work we do, yes. right? It's yeah. like, again, the idea that the medicine that helped you to like be able to bring that to someone else is just everything. Well, ladies, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It truly was a joy to listen to your stories, to Mm. see how you came into your own, the Mm. triumphs and struggles that you've had. And I think that our listeners can really take something from that. And Mm. it's life changing for a lot of people. So I hope you can see that by being here, you're helping to change, change lives too. But we have so much more that we could talk about. I mean, we were just talking behind the scenes. We're like, okay, we need to do a podcast on that. We need to do a podcast on that. (laughs) So we would love to have you back for part B. So this is part A. So we're going to do part B. Would you be okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Thank you for this space. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. We'll be back. We'll be back. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to be a guest on our show, or if you have any other comments or questions, please feel free to contact us via our website, which is realsoulspodcast.com. You can also find out more information on the services we offer, such as distant Reiki, spiritual life coaching, and so much more.